because although he can chew up solid food, he can't digest it. Solid food hurts. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. He regurgitates on his food, it liquefies, and then he sucks it back up. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. We uh, deal with uh, predictability in a complex system. My name is Jimmy Adams, Scoob. Gee, gang. This is going to be a great Halloween special. Uh, it's going to be so, a clusterfuck. It's what it's going to yes, be. Yes, it is. Yes, so it for is. everyone who's going to listen to this uh, after it's being live, welcome to this horse fuck shit of a show. Um, you're catching the pre-show where we can tell you happy Halloween because this comes out on Halloween. So happy Halloween. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, happy spooky scary time um, i'm in this season it's a wonderful autumn if you will <laughs> I, I mean I, I could argue it's the last day of october it is the la- it, it would is. be the last day of october last day of october sad so anyway yeah so we have a, a special that that uh, this has been five years in the making uh, i've held on to this <laughs> idea because of michael for five years never done anything with it uh so this is going to be a fun time. Uh, it's All we'll tell you is it's Jeff Goldblum's in spring, and you wouldn't fucking guess what the hell it is if you tried. Springtime <laughs> for Jeffrey and Germany. <laughs> We're not, it's not a musical. I'm just going to put that one to bed. We, we tried. It just none of us can sing. Clearly. If I was oh. a boy. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you know that, that's gonna be. I was uh, gonna sing the whole something. Mark Anthony soliloquy from the seizure. Uh, so Romans, countrymen. So for this, uh, uh, we hope you guys will enjoy it. Uh, we have Jeremy, Anthony, Michael, all with us. Uh, Hi. Thing. Uh, and it, yeah, we did this live. Uh, we did it on uh, the YouTube channel. Normally we go live Facebook, but this time I was like, "Fuck that! I want to try something different." So we went to YouTube, uh, Oddcast Network, same as everything else. Uh, but normally it's uh, live every Thursday anyway. So, Jeremy, are you Didn't ready? Know we had a YouTube <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Anthony, are you ready? I'm ready. Are we gonna go straight into it? Michael, are you ready? <laughs> I was born to play this role. All right, gentlemen. Um, no critical no, twenty. Weren't. What do I get? No, just joking. <laughs> get a <laughs> That'd be two. wild, wouldn't it? Get a whole two. Oh, um, we're finally live. Yeah, so yeah. Um, hi everyone. He's a Power Ranger. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. As soon as this camera wasn't on, I knew this is the direction he was going. He's gonna have something. Oh, we should have done that. I think they've done a crossover with Power Rangers before, but I think ours would be better. It is so hard to see. Ideas out for of later. This. <laughs> is he oh you're in a morph been, suit? Oh shit. I thought it was green green. Fuck. I thought he was I didn't know it was real. No, right. I am all the way down. Are you are you like well, Bane I... <laughs> uh, from the uh, the Harley Quinn animated series that even when you lift up your mask you still talk like you have it on? <laughs> okay, so uh, now that the be all right, I so I can actually fucking see. You can't see out of it. That's not bad, no. It's like feel like fucking. <sighs> So this is where we take a moment and let him unzip his his thing. It's fucking hot in those rhinos. 
Okay. <laughs> the miracle of birth. Uh, so, happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, no, this is early for everyone, but uh, this is the Halloween special. So, happy Halloween. Go fuck yourself. Um, we're going to have fun with this one. Uh, people are playing female characters uh, for the little thing that we've constructed here. I have no idea how that's going to go with some of these guys. Um, we also have a surprise character that was not originally in it, um, but he's going to be in it now. Guys, <laughs> I'm stuck in the morph suits. <laughs> so, gentlemen, he's on a strip show. He he actually is. It's kind of hot. Oh, yeah, I'm take stuck. it all off. <laughs> I can't get out. I can't unzip it anymore. I might need Heather's help. She doesn't know that I'm wearing this. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> hey kids, this is what you don't see on Power Rangers. Hey kids, do you like stupid? <laughs> this, is, this would be so if this was the unmorph sequence, this would be so bad. Could you okay. imagine this being the morph sequence for Power Rangers and putting on a morph suit? Like, <laughs> fuck can you get it up? On the good part, they have other people. Uh, oh, true. Well, that's true. Um, so now that that fucking horrendous <laughs> thing is over with, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Up to a great start. So, uh, this is called I'm Jeff Goldblum's in I, Spring. I um, gentlemen, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. now I can read. <clears throat> This is called Jeff Goldblum's in Spring. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome. Anthony's hurting himself. Right off the bat. Never gonna get started. <sighs> we are getting started. Anthony, control yourself. Stop <laughs> doing shit. <clears throat> because although he can chew up solid food, he can't digest it. Solid food hurts. Dooby dooby doo. Where are you? He regurgitates on his food, it liquefies, and then he sucks it back up. We uh, build this uh, predictability in a complex system. Our episode here opens. The gang, the mystery gang, Scooby-Doo and his friends are in the mystery machine. Fred is driving, Daphne doing her makeup, Velma, of course, reading up on the next job, as she always does. Shaggy and Scooby, however, were and are in a bidding war. The two stoner goofs that they are have decided to buy a rare blue falcon collectible. Oh my. The gang has agreed to help them retrieve the items because, as luck would have it, the item is in possession by none other than the enticing Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum indeed. He was selling the old, uh, he's selling an old relative's home, and after going through old memorabilia, decided to sell the collectible. And of course, Scooby and Shaggy could not pass up this wonderful offer. <clears throat> the collectible, you ask? Oh, well, I'm glad you did. It was a 12-inch blue falcon figure, removable face mask, and over 50 tools and weapons included. One of a kind, really. 
all-inclusive with a Dynomut 9-inch figure with extendable limbs and missile-firing head capabilities, all with the Falcon signature spaceship to boot. The food duo had been in a bidding war with one and only Red Herring, the old high school bully, their old nemesis. They were just able to outbid Red and swoop in for the figure set. We now take you to the van of the mystery gang. So, guys, I gotta ask, how much did you actually pay for that stuff? Like, we've, we spend more on this than any food we've ever bought, Fred. <clears throat> yeah. Red when they root. James is supposed to be Scooby, but James isn't here, so. <laughs> Jinkies, guys, I've seen your food bills. These can't be worth that much. <clears throat> The gang continues to drive on for a while longer before they see the sign for Bloomin's, the town they've been looking for. Hey, I wonder if Jess' family founded the town. Seems like a coincidence, if not. (laughs) As the gang passes the sign, a giant bellow of white smoke explodes from the van with a loud bang. Hang on, guys. Like brace for impact. As they scream, the van swerves, and Fred attempts to get to the shoulder off the road for safety. As the van skids in the dirt, Velma's glasses fall off, as they always fucking do, and the van stops, and everybody exits the van to see what the hell just happened. Hang on, everyone. I gotta find my glasses. I I can't see without my glasses. That dumb bitch has the gank, rounds the front of the fan, Fred pops open the hood, steps back because a white smoke burst comes out at him. What happened to the van, you ask? God damn it, Mr. Radiator. Told you we should have checked it. I know, but someone needed us to drive them out here. Yes, and we all wanted to because of how often... Thank you. you sorry, <laughs> let me rehearse that. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of like rehearsal before this. So. <laughs> There's no rehearsal. Zero. <clears throat> yes, and we all wanted to because of how often do you get a chance to meet Jeff Goldblum like this? But it had to be my van and really coming out of there because those two stoners wanted to buy that stupid thing. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's all right, Fred. Me and Scoob can walk into town and go get a tow truck out there. (sighs) That would be fan-fucking-tastic, Shaggy. Thank you. Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma all walk for the next three miles into town to find the nearest mechanic. As they entered the town, they noticed it seemed peculiarly quiet. No one seemed to be wandering around or at any shops or even the gas station. Like, where the fuck is everybody? Shaggy, how high are you? No, like a five out of ten, man. Good, because I don't like how this looks. (laughs) 
Scooby runs ahead to peer into the gas station, where he sees a young man restocking some batteries, so clearly somebody was in town. He signals Shaggy and Velma to come up and go inside. <clears throat> like, hey man, do you have a tow truck or a mechanic in town? Oh, uh, yeah, you'll have to speak to Earl in the garage. He's probably still fucking around with a stupid side project car. Dumb piece of shit, motherfucker, for all the derbies coming up. Not that he's ever won one piece of shit. Second place, first loser, am I right, buddy? Yeah, you get it. Uh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, well, uh, the, thanks, man. <laughs> The trio enters the garage where they meet a middle-aged man with graying brown hair and coveralls. Clearly a mechanic, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> Howdy there! How can I help you for ya? <laughs> he reaches out to shake Shaggy's hand and pet Scooby. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Hey man, we uh, we broke about two three miles back. Uh, the van's radiator decided to explode on us, man. It was just a big old biff of smoke, man. Oh well, that sucks worse than my wife's sister, if you know what I mean. Well, I gotta tow out back for you. We can run there and uh, make it a quick job. Uh, make sure all your roofs overhead for the night and get you all squared away. Need some place to stay? I got a hotel. My sister runs it. You know, the one that sucks worse than my wife. <clears throat> I'm sorry to hear that. What's what's this about your wife's sister? Like it's not important, man. Thanks for the tell. <laughs> Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma hurry, quickly climb into the rusted auto truck and drive off to grab that van. But meanwhile, back at the gas station, things were not all as they appeared at first. As the attendant Hel watches them drive off, the door opens. Hello, welcome to the... A dot impacts his neck, and the attendant falls to the ground. The last we see, the attendant is dragged away. But back at the van, things have gotten peculiar. As a old familiar face seems to have come into town for the same reason... <coughs> Jeremy. Been a long time there, Fred. How you hanging? Take it, Uncle Scoobs around. Uh, I mean, he's somewhere around here, I'm sure. He better be getting that uh, tow truck. Hmm. Well, I'll be <laughs> on my way. I figured I'll see you around here. All right. As the you tow let truck. Scoob, no. I'm coming after him. <laughs> All right. I'll be I'll be uh I'll be sure to do that. As the tow truck pulls up the trio, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby all jump out and explain the situation to Fred. Um unhappy having to be towed, he's at least pleased to know that they'll have some kind of roof over their head for a night. I wonder if he knows where Jeff's house is. Likely considering it's a small town, but he's a big celebrity. Hey, Earl, you happen to know where the Goldblums live? 
Yeah, they live about a mile outside of town. Old Winchester-style house. Been there as long as anyone can remember. Bees a shit movie star. Thinks he's all hot shit because he's in, like, three movies. Fucking Thor. Who the fuck cares? He was shit in Thor, am I right? <laughs> Let me guess. They founded the town. No, actually, the town council renamed or renamed the town after Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffy Boy had such a big star. Fucking <laughs> Thor, Jurassic Park, the new fucking Jurassic Park. Who the shit cares? Life finds a way regardless, am I right? Well, uh, I, yeah, you're right. Uh, well, you, you gotta attract people somehow. Plus, I'd love to have a town named after me. That way, you're always remembered. You'll have your legacy. Careful, Fred. Your ego is showing. No, my pants. Uh, uh, <laughs> Put it away, fucker! <laughs> as Earl tows the gang back to town, the sun sets as they pull into the hotel. Hotel blooms. Shine bright yellow neon sign as they pulled in. They can see that was just what they needed. Okay. So, maybe then is a bit much. Now is a bit much? Really? Ha! <laughs> Trouble in paradise, Fred. Ah, uh, why don't you go fuck your dog? <laughs> Earl drops the gang off and tells him he'll be back, uh, back to work on the van when the daylight comes. Easier for him to get things done. So the gang heads inside to get their rooms for the night, where they meet a most peculiar little man. Hello there. How might you be a service? Strange accent there, uh... Mitch Dunglug. <laughs> Mitch, we need some rooms for the night. Our super old ass man decided to die. Saw you with Earl there. He's a good mechanic. You'll be back on the road in no time. For now, let's get you checked in and... Wait, wait, wait. Is there... No way. It's Scooby-Doo! We? The one and only, my strange little compadre. Well, chip my ass. This is wonderful. I've loved your guy's career since it was in the news story last I heard. Are you uh, here on a mystery tour and whatnots? Yeah, actually, the mystery of the man... I wasn't talking to you, Fred. I want to know what Shaggy and Scooby has to say. Well, trust me. They are two wires short of a, a life. I don't give a fuck, Fred. I'm not interested in you. The talking dog is here for fuck's sake. It's the biggest thing since Jeff Goldblum. I tell you what not, Chip my knickers not. I'm going to get so many fucking tweets. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 like we bought some cool ass action figures from Jeff Goldblum, man. And only he's jealous because he's a rich preppy boy and doesn't understand the fandom. Can we not have this dick measuring contest again? Indeed. Room, please. Right then, so we're about rooms 12, 13, and 18. If you just need anything, dial 2. Chip, chip, cheerio. All right, well, thank you, Mitch. All right, gang. Me You're and welcome, Daphne Fred. 
lovely little fellow there. Uh, me, all right, gang. Shaggy, if you need anything, just come right to the front desk. You and Scoob, I'll gladly help it all. Like, I can't insist this enough, man. Don't come within five feet of my door. I'll be right outside listening to you sleep, just to make sure. <laughs> Kicks rock. All right, gang. Me and Daphne will take 13. Velma? Yeah, I Scooby? bet you and Daphne will take 13, huh, Fred? Wink, wink. You guys can split up 12 and 18 between the two of you. Velma, if you take 12, though, we'll be near each other. Okay, Daddy. I mean, Freddy. As the night sets in, Fred and Daphne settle into their room for a cozy night, but trouble in paradise. <laughs> They're awoken in the middle of the night at footsteps in their room, but it wasn't Shaggy, wasn't Velma, couldn't be Scooby. It seemed... Lighter. <clears throat> Who's there? I'm not fucking around, man. Careful, Fred. We've seen some crazy shit over the years. Fred leaves the bed and a hooded man steps forward. But before anyone can do anything... Anything, <clears throat> two doubts strike them both in their... They're both incapacitated. I, as the reader, see that one of the pupils have left the studio and... Confusing. Uh, the next morning, however, <laughs> Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma all awake the next morning and head downstairs because breakfast. Shaggy and Scooby, of course, immediately smell fresh cooked eggs and sausages, their favorite. They run into the dining room and begin filling their plates sky high with food, those fucking fat asses. One day you're going to have a heart attack, Shaggy, eating all this shit. My God, for Christ's sakes, have a lettuce. Like, maybe, man, but I'll enjoy my life until then, Velma. Every morning I wake up, chocolate chip pancakes, warm cooked maple sausages, maybe roasted over a small omelet of some kind. Good stuff. As the two Shag and Scooby chow down, Velma looks around for Fred and Daphne, but after 15 minutes, Velma heads back up because... It is peculiar that they wouldn't be downstairs with the rest of the gang. She goes to knock, but the door swings wide open, and Velma's met by none other than Jeff Goldblum? Only he was dressed as Fred, but instead of an orange, it was a purple ascot for some strange reason. Mr. Goldblum? Why are you here? <laughs> it's uh funny you ask. <laughs> I was uh just thinking about the world's unpredictable yet uh, uh predictable ways. That uh that that doesn't make that n nothing you said makes sense or answers the question I asked you. Well, uh I did. But I didn't. You gotta look at it from another angle of the universe, a, uh, a uh, certain point of view. Still, still didn't answer the question, but maybe, maybe Shaggy would want to say something. 
Velma walks away back downstairs to inform Shaggy and Scooby of this new discovery. Something's weird about Fred, and where the hell's Daphne? Shaggy finishes his plate and rubs Scooby's head to acknowledge a meal well fed. <clears throat> like, I must be getting old, Scoob. I barely kept up with you this time. Blah, blah. Kept up with you this time, old pal. <laughs> Whoa, it's a way waggy. As Velma approaches the table, Suddenly, she's approached from behind. It's Fred Goldblum? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Velma. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we didn't really get to, uh, um, uh, chat back there. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Where, where, where am I, where, where are my friends? And, um, what, ooh. Why are you wearing those clothes, Jeff? Well, uh, I woke up and I put these on. But, uh, your friends, they're, uh, they're here, but, uh, not here. Sort of like chaos theory, you know? Like, uh, when you, you put the water on the hand and then it goes two different ways. But you're familiar what? with the laws of attraction. What? what the fuck does that even mean? Hearing the shouting, Scooby lunges forward at, at Fred Goldblum, but steps back because something is strange yet familiar about Mr. Goldblum. Like, what's wrong, Scoob? It's just Jeff Goldblum? Where's I where? Must know I when? Fred? Where? Ravni? Uh, Velma takes notes of Scooby's findings and pushes the bat, the two of them back to their room because something is not right here. Not right at all. Sorry, Mr. Goldblum. We have to talk about an upcoming case. You know, the cases never stop. Mystery Incorporated, Chaos Theory and Butterfly Wings and all that stuff. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, life it uh, it, it finds a way, right? Yeah. Okay. The remaining mystery incorporated gang. I mean. <clears throat> The remaining Mystery Incorporated gang sits in Velma's room with the door locked, trying to rationalize what the hell did they just witness? I mean, he's Fred, but he's not Fred. He's Goldblum, but he's not Goldblum. He's Daphne, but he's not Daphne. What the hell's going on? Like, he was all out of it, man. Like, somebody just turned off half of his brain, and he was just, like, autopiloting his speech, man. That... That that would seem correct, Shaggy. It's Scooby's discovery that intrigues me the most. I think, wait, who? It seems that we're... Is someone else in the room? It, 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 is that Scrappy? Fucking Scrappy, is Scrappy? that you? Like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> Smoking? What? Been a while, Scoob. Velma. Shaggy. Yeah. Haven't seen you since the island. Like, then what? There's a restraining years? order, man. 
Ah, nonsense. I I remember the last time we were together, and you 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 tried to have sex with me. It it wasn't it wasn't consensual, Scrappy. I need you to leave. Ah, you'll be fine. It's okay. <laughs> that was before the four times when the lawyer thought it would be best I join the military. And I'd end up serving time as a soldier compared to serving time in jail. I'm a different man, Scoob. A different dog, well, I would say. Why you'll be a werewolf? Like, I'm not sure what he was trying to say to you, man, but, like, I don't think he was happy. <laughs> I, th I, th I think we need to, to find the house uh, and have, you know, go on an actual case. It seems this turned into an actual case. We're fucking Van just broke down. Now we have a case. Fucking Scrappy's here and Jeff Goldblum's dressed as Fred and smells like Fred and Daphne. The fuck is going on, guys? There'd be like... something weird here, Velma. If right our lives that. weren't an insane amount of mysteries, monsters, and people just trying to be assholes, I would still be unemployed. The trio heads into town, stopping at the gas station slash garage to check on the updates about the van because they hadn't heard back from Earl that <clears throat> night. But as they enter the store, they meet, uh... I, I don't know how to tell you all this, but they've met Jeff Goldblum again, but... He's the, the the attendant. Is 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 this something a joke or or something like that? Cause Jeff, is this uh, is this an, a Jeff? Another uh, Jeff? No, no, no. See, uh, things are getting serious. We <laughs> we we gotta find a way out this island. Uh, like I don't know what he's been smoking, but personally, I'd like to try some. Hmm. Careful, Shaggy. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't get too close. This what? one's <sighs> beyond me. Yeah, no shit. You're a fucking twenty-year-old puppy. <clears throat> we uh, we gotta, gotta just check on the van with Earl. Is Earl around? Is is that is that something we can do? Uh, is is uh, Earl? Well, you see, you're asking the right question, but <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's positively right here, but he's also in the garage, but we have to make the code to put in the ships or we're all gonna die. It, 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 we're just gonna go talk to Earl then. Alright, well, you know, if, if you need anything, I'm, I'm, I'm always here. You know. We won't, thanks. <laughs> Scrappy, As you stay they, with him. He seems like your type. As the gang nah. enters the garage, they see... A most horrendous sight. A balding version of Jeff Goldblum! What. The. Fuck. Velma, I haven't gone blind yet, have I? No, no, it's just a, a Jeff Goldblum staring at us. But he kind of looks like Earl a little bit, I guess? It Maybe I smoked hey, something, uh, Shaggy. What did you give me? Uh, it's great you're here. Uh, uh, look, can either of you fly? Uh, can we fly? Just... Shaggy and Velma begin to panic. Scooby jumps into Shaggy's arm, that old classic cliche, and they all run for the old house that they'd come for. Time but to go. Is... 
But why was everyone turning into Jeff Goldblum and why the fuck was Scrappy here? It's almost as if some stoner moron wrote this in an afternoon. I don't understand the story. They reach the old family home, but are intercepted by Fred Goldblum again. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what the problem with your mystery power used here. It didn't require any discipline to attain it. You read what others had done, and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourself, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what was happening, you had a patent package, slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and, 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 and now you're selling it. You, you just want to sell it. Like, and, that's and great, that, Mr. Goldblum, but I gotta tell you, there's a package back in town from Hollywood with your name on it. They were looking uh, for you. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hollywood, uh, it uh, must be uh, <laughs> another script. Hollywood just can't get uh, enough of the uh, uh, Silver Fox. <laughs> I can't begin to understand why anymore. As Doesn't Fred, he what... have apartments to rent? Or houses to sell? I don't understand why he's here. As Fred Goldblum walks away, the gang makes a break for the house before they can be interrupted by another goddamn Goldblum. The door is unlocked, <laughs> so they proceed to go inside, calling out for Mr. Jeff, but maybe they'd met Jeff the entire time. Maybe Jeff was going crazy. Maybe this was a midlife crisis. The house seemed abandoned. If anyone had been there, it had been quite some time ago that anyone really had. The basement starts protruding noises, shouting electrical noises. What could that be? No, 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 no. We are not doing this bullshit again, man. No more scams for Scooby Snacks. <laughs> I'm out of here. I didn't oh, say Let me at him. Fucking let, let Scrappy go. Jesus Christ. Let me at him, Jack. Let you can send Scrappy, but no longer will I walk in a creepy room or be the personal clickbaity, snackbaity, fuckbaity, whatever you want me to be just to get chased by another goddamn monster. Those snacks aren't worth it. But I have this net. What are we supposed to do with this net if we don't do... A cool Scooby snack heist. Both Scooby and Shaggy cross their arms because fuck this shit. Velma rolls her eyes because she has a special gift. Something she'd been saving for a special occasion. Deluxe Supreme Scooby Snacks. Scooby, you wouldn't even do it for a whole box of Deluxe Supreme Scooby Snacks? I'm with Scoob. <laughs> I'm with Scoob, not even for those. What if I said I have two boxes and each of you get one? Now that seems more fair for such dangerous work. Let me and Scoob check our notes. I'm going to look around for any other clues to see what's going on here. When As... you guys man up, there'll be two boxes of Scooby Snacks for you. Ah, uh, let me at him, Velma. Let me at him. I forgot about this shithead still being here with us. Didn't we leave him with the Jeff Goldblooms? Like, I hope you die. As the gang <laughs> splits up, a pair of eyes on a nearby painting blink, then slide shut, because it's Scooby-Doo. Then, we will, take you <laughs> <laughs> we will take you to the basement. Shag and Scooby have been convinced for the amount of Scooby snacks that they were offered. And they begin to try to see what's going on in the basement where there's green flashing lights for some odd reason. Like, why did we say we'd do this, Scoob? We were your moron. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm... <sighs> I'm too old for this shit. As they reach the bottom, they hear a familiar voice. <clears throat> this town deserves what's coming. Everyone deserves to have a gold bloom. Hollywood loves you, Mr. Goldbloom. <laughs> to the far side of the room, they see two metal chambers. Not peculiar at all. All that seem to be producing the light that they've been seeing coming from the basement. Isn't this just ridiculous? Red Herring is messing with the panel of switches and dials when suddenly he stops. He begins to pan to the other side of the room. Ha ha ha! Scooby Dooby fucking dopers! How are you? Certainly you weren't dumb enough to come down here all alone. Whoa, whoa. God damn it, Scoob. I. I should have put you down. Jesus, over 20 years and you're still both idiots. Fred and Daphne were still lovebirds. Velba, I assume, is an egghead still, that lovely vixen that she is. Likely upstairs looking for clues. Oh, jinkies, clues. Boy, I love them just as much as I'd love to suck your penis. Red Herring steps into the light, revealing he's no longer a short, chubby, fat ginger anymore. No, Red has been working on himself to beat ass and clap some cheeks. He steps forward, you revealing could he's a red meat on those. <laughs> he's a fit, thin, middle-aged man. Wow, Red, you're looking good, man. Thanks, I. <sighs> You still look like a scrawny stoner. So, like, you know, like, I'm willing to just let bygones be bygones and get the hell out of here, because this is creepy. So, where, where, uh, where, where's the figures, man? The, I'm sorry, the what? The blue falcon collector set. We, we paid, like, three grand, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. You see, um, the basement here, um, as you can see, I've made cloning chambers, um, and, and now you're questioning, I mean, about collector figures, and I don't... Your friends are missing, and clearly they might even be dead at this point, and you're going to ask me about a group of figures and not why I'm fiddling with a machine and the town's going... <sighs> this is why I hated you. This is why I've always hated you. Yeah, man, I mean, paying over $3,000 for a collector's edition set, I'm not even gonna begin to solve another fucking mystery until I have it in my hand, man. Like, this was a long drive for nothing. Well, now you're dealing with scrap of dew. So oh my god, is shaggy. that a rat? I'll get you, figure. Oh god, oh, it's scrappy. You're dealing with scrap. Be due now, motherfucker. A puberty call that said it's never coming for you and you should kill yourself. But anyway, so the collector figures aren't here. Uh, they never were. Uh, I just kind of pocketed the money, uh, which then therefore paid for this scheme. Uh, but anyway, so... Uh, uh, so who's going to be first? Shaggy begins to shake and rage. He couldn't believe that he'd paid $3,000 to his high school bully just to get fucked over again. Twenty years and he still hadn't learned his lesson, the poor oaf. Like, man, just like... Fuck you, Red.
I, I, I'm sorry, what? Fuck me? Fuck me? After 20 years? I mean, it's been 20 years, I'm looking real good. I didn't, I didn't even get to tap any of that shit, you know? Like, Fred just had Daphne on lockdown. I feel that was unfair. Fuck you guys. Just fuck all you guys. As the two argue below, Velma stumbles upon the library when she notices that the books in the library don't seem something Jeff Goldblum should have. They're all science and physics and bullshit. Jinkies! These are some detailed and advanced books up here. Whoever reads these would have to be some sort of rocket scientist to dis decipher it. Luckily, I have Google Translate, so we'll be able to see what's going on. <laughs> From the shadows, she hears an all-too-familiar laugh. What? Je <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Phil? I'd say thank you, but I'd only be stroking my own ego. <laughs> That's disgusting. Put it away, Jeff. For fuck's sake, you're in the property of a lady. God damn it. Back in the basement, Red and Shaggy continued to argue over the lie that brought them to the house. Shaggy not un Shaggy not forgiving that he'd paid three thousand dollars. Jesus fucking Christ! This is the basis of this story, people. Where did Shaggy even get three grand? Anyway, I digress. <clears throat> All right, man, fine. There's no collector figures here. I paid three grand. You pocketed the goddamn money. Then why am I here, man? Oh, my God. If I, I swear to God, I would, if I had a gun, I would shoot you. I would shoot you myself because it is easier than trying to talk to you. I swear to fucking God. I'm going to say this once, and I'm going to say this loud and proud. I planned to bring you here. I've planned the whole thing. I'm going to fill Hollywood with Jeff Goldblum's because Hollywood loves Jeff Goldblum. Damn straight. Well, I mean, that seems kind of dumb. I've built the famous teleporter from Jeff Goldblum's masterpiece, the remake of The Fly. If you disagree with me, suck my red penis. And The Fly uh. is the real Jeff Goldblum, and we're using him to turn everyone into all the many versions of Jeff Goldblum. That's the worst idea I think I've ever heard. And I've heard people unmasked saying that they were trying to scare people off of land for literally a treasure map to the land that they were scaring them on, man. Like, they could have just had the map and had it done. This is the worst idea I've... I, I even survived fucking werecats with, like, a zombie army. They didn't even do anything. This this is the worst plan. Don't forget yet. about the island. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting he's here, man. Like, he's just so tiny <laughs> over there. And you know what? You wouldn't even oh, know a good idea if it slapped your shaggy, hairy ass, you fucking piece of shit. Don't make me whoop your ass in front of your dove, shaggy. You know what, Red? Your mom was an ass clown. Oh! <laughs> As the Ooh. insults get worse, Jeff Goldblum reappears, dragging, dragging poor Velma down those stairs, that poor Velma. Like Velma! My future wife, no! <laughs> That's never happening! What the fuck? I'd rather have be killed by Jeff Goldblum's! So, uh, so, uh, uh his ideas are, uh, are, are, 
are not shared here. Uh, <laughs> Shit. See, uh, I, I've been making movies and uh, TV shows for so long. You see, people want me to just be casted. <laughs> I just have such a charisma and sex appeal. My, <laughs> I'm like a bear. Uh... <laughs> Unhand my future wife, Jeff. <laughs> like a toy guy. That's still not happening. Well, Before I mean, I give it to you. Like, does anyone want to address the elephant in the room that there's already like three Jeff Goldblums back in town? I mean, I think that's enough Jeff Goldblums to get I... into movies, right? Is it? Is he trying to remake Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory, but with Jeff Goldblums instead of Oompa Loompas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the point is that I had this this uh, red herring lurie wall here, and I've only been having him help help me build the thing. And I've learned that if Hollywood wants more Jeff, then <laughs> I mean, who am I to deny them their most needed desire? And I love. Mr. Goldblum. Jeff walks real close to Red Herring. We'll get it after. Seeming to almost caress him in his embrace before doing the most disgusting thing you could imagine, which is vomiting all over him, turning him into a liquid pile of ooze. What the fuck is going on here? Well, that solves our immediate problem. Oh, red. I didn't know I needed a red gun. Our immediate today. problem is the millions of Jeffs that are going to be created. He has acid spit, Scrappy. What the fuck? Like, oh, fuck, man, that's not Jeff. That's Fly Goldblum. <laughs> that's even worse. That's even worse. He's the first one in that chamber. But, like, what about the other bod, man? Like, there's two, and the one, and the two. From inside the chamber, you guessed it, it's the real Jeff Goldblum. The real Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> uh, hi there. Uh, I was, uh, looking at this listing for an apartment. I don't think the ad mentioned anything about a homicidal clan bent on clone. My apologies, bent on uh, world domination. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> don't mind him. <laughs> as Shag and Scooby walk into the chamber, awaiting their fate, as it seems they'd met their match, Scrappy Doo, pulling the gun from his vest, decides oh, to make a match. Let me ask I'm gonna waste some Jeff. Go blooms today. <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like a foot tall. <laughs> you think food. this is a joke? You think I'm a joke? Take this, Jeff. Puppy -pu -pu power! Scrappy. <laughs> Scrappy do fires his gun. <laughs> but only manages to wing Jeff Goldblum because Scrappy-Doo forgot to the fact that he's only about a foot tall, so the kick of the handgun was a bit more than he anticipated. At which point, Jeff Goldblum uh, unceremoniously vomits and melts poor little Scrappy-Doo before shoving him into his mouth. 
my immediate issues so i'm good now we can just leave like i second that one i think we're good here uh-huh scoob you no 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 wow you see i modified the chambers guys <laughs> you'll become one of my many versions <laughs> if i let you go then who <laughs> will do my movies as Shaggy distracts Jeff with his non-stop asking of what movies they could possibly turn into, which ranged, really, it was quite surprising, really, from anything. Uh, any of the Jurassic Park versions, uh, there was both Independence Day versions, there was The Fly, um, really, any movie you can think of that has a Jeff go, even Apartments.com. Like, yeah, like, fuck, there's so... God damn, there's just Jeff Goldblum, man. Jeff Goldblum. Anyway, Velma pans over at the switches and dials. She can't tell what the hell any of them do, but she starts flicking and turning them anyway, because fuck it. And, uh, well, it's uh, it's Scooby-Doo, so things go her way. Sparks begin to fly over the chamber as fly Jeff Goldblum spins around. (laughs) What do you think you're doing? (laughs) Uh, Fixing things? What have you done? Oh, oh, oh no, you, 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 you stupid bitch! What, what have you done? Killing you, I guess. Shaggy and Scooby run, run, grabbing Velma with them, and as they do, all chambers begin to overload. But what about the real Jeff Goldblum? Uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm still here. It's getting uh, getting uh, a little hot in here. Here, you know, like, uh, take off all your clothes. Uh, if you could just uh, uh, let me out, that'd be greatly appreciated. As Jackie, Scooby, and Velma begin to run out of the house, Velma stops him on the porch. Wait, wait, guys, what What about Jeff or or Fredge or Fraffney, Daphne? Fred, Daphne, Jeff. Like we Jeff. can't help them, man. We gotta get the hell out of here, and we gotta go now. They're dead. We, we we're done. We're going. That's fair. Goodbye. They continue running back to the tow truck into town, as as they do, and they get in that. Tow Y'all truck. come back now. <laughs> they drive away from the town, Jeff Goldblum's old home, burning brightly in the night. And as they do, they hear the many Goldblooms laughing and cheering in the town square that were left over. <laughs> as they drive away, they think of the friends and the good times that they had, the many years of solving mysteries, the many late nights with just good friends and good times. And then they were scrappy. So they think it's probably not all bad that everything ended the way it did. But... The one thing they will never speak of again are the events of that night, and they always want to warn everyone they meet of gold blooms in spring. <laughs> happy Halloween, everyone! That was a- happy Halloween. Oh, holy, happy Halloween, everyone! Holy happy shit, Halloween. that was great! Happy Halloween! <laughs> uh, that was the thing that we've been working on. Uh, for for uh you know uh like, like we Thursday had for well yeah since I mean, like last Thursday <laughs> we've had that idea forever we never used it um glad it's to see you did something with it um Ow. Anthony Jesus Christ you're the, the fucking the the ad libbing of the Fred Goldblum was the, was the best so, <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I good, pulled man. up the exact Jurassic Park oh my quotes. god I love it <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm like, wait, I have glasses. That's why I fucking bullshit. I'm like, okay. I like mid-song, I'm like, wait, Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum wears fucking thick frame glasses. And I fucking like, I know where they are, and I bolted out of the room. Yeah, I was wondering where the, where the hell you took off at there. Uh, Jeremy, um, congratulations with Scrappy, by the way. That was a great Scrappy. You did. He finally nicely, fucking killed Scrappy. Wait, <laughs> Scrappy's <laughs> officially dead. It's Is it's he? really weird. As as I just want to do a, a post real quick so we can leave a little a little um little cliffhanger real quick. So I'm gonna go back into my Velma voice, which changed thirteen oh, times. Oh, please continue. Oh yes. Couldn't fucking. Cheese, <clears throat> uh, Shaggy and Scooby. I just got a text from my uncle Bob. He says he has a puppy. He wants us to investigate. There now, Scrappy's gonna come back and be the bad guy. We can kill Scrappy for real. <laughs> that wasn't the real Scrappy. That wasn't the real Scrappy. He'd been in he'd been in Jeff Goldblum Springs for too long. <laughs> Got an I just want to say version of Jeff Goldblum. So yeah. Red Herring. So Red Herring showed up, and it just turned out that Red Herring was a Red Herring. Red Herring. <laughs> Yeah. That's why I raised my hand. Also, I was going to say that, but also I I gotta say I made it a joke about Jeff Goldblum needing to sell apartments <laughs> like halfway through, and I didn't realize that you had an apartments.com Jeff Goldblum in here, so that one made me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. fucking good man. The listing it's doesn't uh, say it was a cramped space. <laughs> <laughs> it's real fucking good. Real fucking good. Um. So, yeah, Scooby that was uh... still on the quest for the twelve-inch blue falcon figurine. Three thousand dollars. Three over three thousand dollars. Thank you. Yes. Uh, like, we still got time, so yeah, uh, bullshit around. Like I, I, I bought. Okay, so what's everyone going for as Halloween? Um, I tried to not. convince Heather to let us go as as um, fairy princesses, but I think that's going to be next year. We didn't have time to do the material, even though I'm on yeah. vacation, so I could easily make them all, but I don't fucking want to. Still might, just depends on if I get out to Joanne Fabrics or not. Our story begins with Velma answering a phone call while she exits the van in San Francisco. If you can all remember, they were out solving a mystery against Chef Goldblum. There were some clones. Things happened. Anyway... <clears throat> Our story begins. Hey, Bob. Yeah, I just got dropped off by the flower shop. Jinkies. Oh, the gang would love that. Well, I'll have to keep my eye out for you then. Bob Sagan pulls up to Velma, and as she enters the car... How was the drive over from, uh... Where, where were you solving this case again? Oh, uh, where were we? Oh, jinkies. Um... Gosh, I, I've been to too many places. It's hard to keep track of them all anymore. I think we might just be somewhere in the south. Jinkies, maybe Alabama. I don't know. Oh. Can't say I blame you for not being sure. I'm sure it wasn't your first time in that state either. <laughs> yeah, we get around, sure. Uh, it's a big <laughs> world out there. Lots to see. Been to the bayous. Found a long-lost civilization, uh, the Great Wall of China, Area 51, England, Hawaii. We did a bunch of WWE and WWF 
<laughs> events. One of them was in the Grand Canyon. Then we went back to the same haunted island. I think we've been in cyberspace. Uh, and then we also met the Globetrotters a couple times, but different Globetrotters the first and second times. Uh, and then we also met M Vince McMahon again. Uh, and then we did some surfing in Hawaii with a tiki ghost. Oh, well, you know, I've been just doing my hair, my own, doing my own thing right here, right in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad you came into town. You know, it's been a while. You know, I'm just gonna say the kids are gonna love it. And by it, I mean you, Jinkies Bob. I didn't know you had children. <laughs> well, yeah. I, Melma, I, I've had a family for 15 years. What? As Delma approaches the house, something feels odd to her. This wasn't real. Well, at least she had thought it wasn't. Had she really just experienced a title intro? Was that really a so-called song? The fuck was this? Then she sees it. The White House, outside offset by the red roof, in a typical San Francisco home. Was this the full fucking house? Come on in! The kids are waiting! Bob, I I, th I think I'm having a seizure, or I'm hallucinating. Were we just in the back of a convertible? And now I'm really curious to whatever did happen to responsibilities, the late night, the paperboy, and evening TV. <laughs> well, you know, this is probably some anxiety. Or coke, you know. <laughs> the kids are huge fans of you and Wait, the gang's what? work, you know. They watch all the. They watch all your. Your. They've heard of all your stories, all your journeys. As Velma enters the house into the living room, she sees a collection of very odd characters, each acting as though they're from Full House, but also themselves. I don't fucking know, people. I wrote this in the middle of a coke binge myself. Did Shaggy drug her or with something? Did she, did Saget do something? Did he did he did he Bill Cosby her? We don't know. I mean, maybe that could have very possibly happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway. Before she can try and ask, uh, she's hugged by Shaggy, but he's not really Shaggy. He's almost like he's Uncle Jesse. Shaggy, please tell me this is some sort of joke. There's more than just green and brown in your outfit. I don't quite understand what's going on with... And is that a woodchuck? Huh. You have what huh. happened to Scooby? How's it going, Velma? I mean, I'm just doing my thing, you know, helping raise the kids with my brother. Oh, can you give me a drink? Of course, Velma. Soda, beer, whiskey, juice. Um, what are you feeling? Just, just water, jinkies, please. Saying jinkies and all the lot. You feeling all right? Uh, but coming right up. Uh. Just the water. Please, the water. 
Hey, girls, where's your Uncle Joey? He said something about finding his old mystery gang photo, something about an autograph. Well, I guess I gotta make sure he doesn't get stuck in the air, air, air. I'm sorry, what, Bob? Bob quickly exits the room, darting upstairs, but Vilma tries to follow, insisting on finding out what the fuck is going on, but she's stopped by Shaggy, Jesse? Fuck, man, I can't keep these people straight, I don't know. Again, coke binge. Shaggy, Shaggy, uh, do you remember, do I remember, I think we were with Jeff Goldblum? Or Jeff Goldblum's? Quite a few. Yeah. Here's your anyway, water, Velma. You're asking some we, pretty listen, weird questions. You feeling all right? We need to follow Bob. We need to follow Bob. And also, Shaggy, why are you acting like Jesse? Are, are you high? And when I mean high, I mean on something more than the Mary Jane? <clears throat> Velma, you're going to upset the kids. I think you need to drink some water and go lie down. Was a long drive. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Oh, Jinkies, maybe you're right. Yeah. Them lays down for the night, hoping that maybe she was just having delusions of some kind. This couldn't possibly be what was going on. She had seen some crazy shit with Jack, uh, Jeff Goldblum, so you know, there's that whole PTSD thing. I don't know, <laughs> soldiers experience it. She watched people get melted. Seriously, did you hear that episode? It's fucking insane. Scrappy got melted like a popsicle. He was all drunk and shit. Anyway, as Velma awakened the next morning, she found out uh, things were only going to get hotter. Fuck my ass. Hey, Velma, I know, I know you just woke up, and I know that you've, uh, you know, you're feeling everything's pretty weird, and I'm with you there, right? Everything's very weird. Everything's not what it seems. But look, look, can I, can I, can I keep, can I keep to this character of playing Joey? All right, all right, just follow me. Can you sign this autograph photo thing? Can can you just do it for me, please? Um. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, you know, you have a good morning. Uh, the girl men are looking for you downstairs. Wait. The girl men? Yeah, 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 no, no. The, the, the full grown men, they're all fucked up looking, but they're playing little girls. Really weird. As Velma enters the kitchen, she sees three girl men, exactly as was told. And I don't know, man. Sitting around the table, it's uh, Bob Saget, whatever the fuck, uh, not himself at all. I don't know. And he was a terrifically uh, horrifying looking robot of some kind. Have you caught on I yet? I, I can't help you. I hope I can find the right hairstyle for my date tonight. Oh, DJ, you should know that's pointless. Your hair is already exactly how it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> ah, laughter with my human family. Say, where's your Uncle oh. Jesse? Oh, Jesse, we made bacon. Oh, boy, bacon. Hey, Velma, how'd you sleep? I, uh... I think I'm having a fever dream. Uh, yeah, no, man. You just drink, no, Shaggy, Shaggy, water. please just tell Shaggy, just just tell me what's going on, okay? I'm about yeah. to have a jinkies attack, and I just I need to know. Huh? I yeah. did you slip me something in the water? Because no, I'm about no, to no, go, Velma. No. Just drink some Moj and relax. Say. Maybe you can help Michelle learn to tie her shoes. She's been having lots of problems lately. I can tie my own damn shoes. What I need is a non-burnt bacon. 
bacon. All right, Bob, I signed it on for good bacon. Now, Michelle, we've spoken about this. It's dad to you. Yeah, yeah, dad. Do better. I expect butter out of this shoddy work, you piece of shit. Oh, where's the, um, where's the bathroom? Yeah, the bathroom. Oh, the bathroom is upstairs, third, second door to the right. Yeah, second door to the right. Thanks, DJ. When I get back, let's let's go ahead and and talk about that outfit. Oh, what's, what's wrong, wrong with my, with my jean jacket? What's wrong with my jean jacket skirt combo? What's what's wrong with that? Uh, it's so nighties. It hurts my eyes a little. Uh, we need to do something more flashy, I guess. <laughs> As Velma reaches the top of the stairs, she looks to make sure she's clear, and then she opens and looks inside and looks inside every room upstairs because, of course, she does. She's she's Velma, but each door seemed to be uh, each person's room. Whoever the fuck these people were, the first door was just a coffin. Clearly, uh, the vampirish weird DJ. The next was full of snacks and Scooby. Clear, clearly, that 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 was. We all know where that's going. Uh, another had a pin board with every photo of everyone's name and red yarn. Clearly, the weird person who had asked for her fucking autograph. Weird thing. All the names so far are Morbius, the sugar-free vampire, Shaggy, and an <laughs> officer who can't read a room, which is very oddly specific, and comical yet annoying movie character. I don't know. These are all getting very specific. Uh, Craven the Fud herself and some guy named Anthony. This gave it the feet people, but not the clues as to how they all ended up here. Why was everyone playing along to this absurd scheme? She checks the final door, and finally it leads her to the attic. She enters. Sees an odd-looking machine. Just sitting, but a purple-colored TV? As she approached it, the TV flickers on. Hey, 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 hey. Have you seen a five, uh, like five six robot acting like Bob Saget walking around? He was supposed to come get rid of Swamp Man and Morbius. They came back out of time or some stupid shit. We're trying to do our own thing. Have you seen him? Jinkies! Who are you? Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, hi, Velma. Uh, the name is Jared. Uh, I created the robot that's downstairs. His name is Anthony. He's a, he, he's supposed to be doing a thing, and he he got carried away. Look, it's a lot to explain. Uh, probably, uh, and I, I look. I just don't have the time. All right, it's like two years worth of episodes and ideas and failings and other shows that we kind of did and then kind of didn't do. Anyway, um, uh, can you can you help me? Can you help me like just get 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 things figured out here? As he tries to ask for help, he's turned off, and from behind him steps a scraggly-looking man with mud on his face and on his knees and. Almost looks like the kind of guy who's going to rape you in a dark alleyway. <laughs> you have to help DJ get dressed, and I got to fix his network. Goodbye now. Thelma opens her eyes, and she's holding up two different jackets. What the fuck is going on? Who? What? Am I even going to be able to leave? When? When's this? God, I it's nothing's acting right, and there's a Saget robot. That's what the head said in the TV. Uh, and yeah, yeah, 
Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When did you get here, uh-huh. DJ? Oh. Ha ha ha! I I I ha ha! I've been I've been here. Um. So as soon as Jeremy gets bored, that's uh, creepy. Of messing with time. Um. He he no. he. Uh-huh, uh, he he will he will leave, and uh, he enjoys messing with Jared and and Anthony. So, uh, what he thinks he's fixing the network, uh, as you can see, I'm clearly acting as a little girl. Um, yeah, it's stupid. Um, anyway, this is gonna end poorly for everyone. Uh, can you help me pick out a jacket? So I twiddle with my hair. I f- I feel like this jacket would work better with the whole jean mm. thing you got going on. But I don't know because we just live in a society. So. Oh yes, indeed we do. Uh, I do like the purple. Ooh, the, ooh, how rad! Mm, leather. I'll do it. As the night closes in, everyone gathers in the living room for DJ's approaching date. Candace, uh, uh, DJ, who are you <laughs> going on a date with? <laughs> a, a sharply looking fellow. I, I met him outside the news station. Mm. Ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Hi. So, uh, I have a news report needed in uh, about two hours. So, uh, I'll have her back before then. And I can't fuck her because I'm only a hologram. All right. You what? kids be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good night, everyone. <laughs> I think that was a successful episode. Uh, shall we uh, tune out of this now, uh, Jared? Mm, let me check the pages. Uh, um, it's just door. Picked out a jacket. Um, um, oh, right. Uh, so this makes it to the ninth page. Um, so uh, Velma, I thank you so much. Uh, take a good bow, Velma. Um, stay out, everyone. We love you so much. Uh, thank you all what for tuning in. What the actual uh, episode hell episode is going on uh, here? Jeez. Anthony, I just, uh, I just... Did you think that nine pages yeah, of dialogue was going to be a whole half-hour TV Series because it's not how it's not how a dialogue works. I just I don't understand. Well, Anthony, um, I, mean, I, I, think think Anthony, yeah, I think we did great. And I, I know and Fred got, and Daphne uh, wasn't even in this one. Where's and, uh, Fred? Yeah, no, is, I don't remember. It's amazing that we got this far. It's really thanks to It's amazing that this many people. Did even, Jeff um, kill Fred and Daphne? I just remembered. I watched. Oh no, I'm just excited. Get incinerated. I mean, what's happening here? Oh my god, I don't understand. This is amazing. Someone needs to call the Hex Girls and see what's going on uh, thank you all so much for that uh, my voice is gonna die yeah, yeah, Christ, yeah. i don't understand uh, is Thelma, this just because uh, of the fucking snyder cut is this just riffing because of the snyder cut i don't understand someone where's the Thelma, mystery machine uh, the i answer? got in a fucking car with bob saget hey, Thelma, and i Thelma, still don't answer. know what happened to responsibilities the late night uh, the paper boy and evening tv uh, this is what's going on yeah, so Velma, uh, I forgot to tell you, um, everything will be answered uh, at episode 110. Uh, so you only have to wait ten more episodes. <laughs> Next, I don't know if I'll list that long. 
next time on What a Dad <laughs> What do you mean oh, you're pregnant? I... Oh my god, hang on. Let me let me do this, right? Hey Tim. Yeah, I got I got a house that needs fixing. You think you can help me out there? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh, I'll be more than happy to help you out, my friend. Yeah, hey, um, by the way, you got any coke? Huh. <laughs> Jared. I got one critique. Yeah. I'm not five foot six. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of how tall you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five. I'm technically five nine, but I slouch, so I'm five eight. Okay, well, good to know. Just uh, because so you're six foot three doesn't mean that everyone else is fucking five foot two. So we got that. We 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 got that. Um. So oh, yeah, I hope you guys good. enjoyed that part of the episode. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. Someone cut that and just animate the whole thing. I'll give you like I don't know a buck fifty. I'll give you fifty bucks if you cut if you cut out that. I'll give you fifty bucks. I'll give you more than a buck fifty. Trust me. Okay, so it's another Call of Duty zombie. It's, it's gonna be another another gonna be. It's a Velma nightmare. It's very. It's it'll seem it might seem confusing. Uh, we'll get into it. I had a fun time towards the end of it because the way I had kind of led up to it, I just started having way too much fun by the end. I was like, I hope these guys. If they add anything, I hope it's at least in the ending to like something here because I'm never, having way too much. I would never fun. touch your masterpieces. Um, and here's I a fun fact mass- about the no. number one one five one fifteen. It is the uh, an element number for uh, Muscovium. Well, I just know that it's That's the neat. big thing for the old zombies. It's also the uh, fire service emergency number in Italy. Oh well, don't call that then. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Unless you're in Italy and on fire, sure you have to be in Italy. Yeah, if I dial nine 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 here, probably go to nine one one. But and to what Mike said, definitely not a masterpiece. Nothing I write is ever a masterpiece. I am very much shitty at what I. How about do. anything you I wrote? Just, I just try to make people laugh. I don't know so. what he's talking about at this point in time. Fucking Guillermo del Toro, you piece of shit. I fucked that, butchered that, but I'm so yeah, it's okay. hurts. G- you piece of shit, yeah. you need to add us because we have ideas. We've created a whole Velmaverse, which really point, pisses yeah. me off that they're doing a spin-off show I, of yeah, Velma yeah. after we fucking start every fucking time, gentlemen. Uh-huh. We want every we want, fucking we want time. Minds think we wanted a balls off the wall, you know. Uh, co- that's the word I'm looking for. Collaboration. Collaboration, you know, with Godzilla and Planet of the Apes. And now they're talking about doing Fast and Furious and Jurassic I'm, Park. I'm actually... Like, we've talked about all this I'm shit. pretty sure we've talked about Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park before that was I think, announced, I too. I think the problem is... Because I think we, when we were going on the rant... We ourselves just kind of get where pop culture goes. So, like, to us, it's like, yeah, they're popular franchises. It makes sense. Why not? And now we're seeing them finally put the pieces together. It's like... Yeah. Everybody's been telling you this shit for years. Like, the way you've done these, they would fit together if you would just fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Anyway, yes. Yeah, we have a, another Velma story. Which is also... I told... I talking the, the course of two to days. Heather about this. You know, the Velma story. Uh-huh. Yeah. And all that. And how Velma is the sole survivor of Mystery Inc. at this point. Yeah. And, uh... 
as played by Michael. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. Michael. I'm always Bond. the women, guys. You I, are. We were talking about this. Early. We were hey, question. About, yeah. yeah. Did you ever dress up as Frank, Doctor Frankenfurter? Yes. Okay. Cool. It was. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we you hope can you come out. To, you can can drag. We are accepting. You know, anyone who dresses in drag, um, we accept. So before I, we get into this, I guess Mike has, wear, has a I pair like, of heels. I there's zebra print and it's fun. We should establish who would like to voice what. I didn't really. I was so just you're through it. You're I'm obviously Velma. Velma. Yeah, and I'll be any one-off voices. How many one-off voices are there? Well, we have a couple main characters here. Uh, there's one part where Anthony is going to be his robot self yep. of the Oddcast universe that Velma's taking place in all the time for some whatever we did. Anyway, uh, there's Jerry Seinfeld, obviously. George I thought you Stanzo. were Jerry Seinfeld. Anthony said he would like to be I, Jerry. Cause like, Jer- right. No, okay. Jerry, cause he said I was Jerry Seinfeld okay, last that's time. Fine. That's, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, we got George Costanza, Elaine. Uh, Kramer's in there very, very briefly. Uh, What's the deal, everybody? And, uh, hey, everyone! I miss every oh, character you just. There's said. a surprise character. I'll. I. I You'll be the do. surprise character. So I guess I'm Kramer. Since you guys haven't fully read through it, which is understandable. I, I kind of said it last minute, but that's because I had been sitting. Well, that my computer's right? been dead. And I just haven't uh, plugged it in. Otherwise, I would have looked at it further. Anyway. So. So let's get into it. Uh, okay, who's gonna be who? <laughs> so you're Jerry. I'll do George. I'm. Or I'm, do you want me to do Elaine? And you do George. I'm. And Velma. Nope. I'm Velma, Elaine, and Kramer. All right, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm uh, Jerry or George, and I'm <clears throat> me. So you want to be Jerry or George? And I'm gonna make Elaine really nasally too. I, I, it would be fun to do either one. The Festivus Twelve. <laughs> I I lied. That's the only episode I've seen. It's a good all episode. It's probably the best episode you watch. The only one I've seen how, all the way through. Mike, how how generic would you go with Jerry? Christmas. It's the only Christmas. way I could do Jerry Seinfeld. You'd the super Jews generic. have Hanukkah and Festivus is for I don't the know. rest of us. <laughs> Mike, so, uh-huh. Mike, are, do you want to be, uh, who should be Jerry, who should be George? Hmm. Rock, paper, scissors for it. All right, well, rock, okay. paper, rock, paper, scissors, shoot for Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Winner gets to be Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One, two, two three, three, two. Well, all right. You're Jerry. You're Jerry. Okay. Rock, uh, Jared threw scissors. I threw paper. That is correct. Rock paper scissors always solves it. Uh, <clears throat> so who would like to do the opening intro? I'll let anybody <clears throat> do it at this point. I got it. All right. <clears throat> Michael time. <clears throat> all right. Let me get a drink real quick. <clears throat> this is the point where you hear the orchestra instruments starting to yeah. warm up. Our story begins in the Big Apple. Velma enjoying a nice holiday away from the ghost ghouls and masks of everyday work. She was loving the many bookstores and crafts she was finding. Shaggy and the gang had called her earlier talking about the new cases they were looking into. Something about a pirate ghost chasing boaters away or a usual bullshit like that. But who knows? As she enters the coffee shop, she notices a familiar face. (laughs) Hi, sorry, but I am a big fan. Can I buy you a coffee? One celeb to another? Well, Velma, I would be honored to buy you a coffee. I actually run a show doing that kind of thing. Well, of course I know that. You know, I have a question here, Velma. What's the deal with the prices anyway? $5 for a large coffee? I could go buy a can of coffee, 
make my own coffee for the same price. Ridiculous thing we endure for convenience. Well, I guess that's just the price of being lazy, haha. <laughs> you are absolutely correct, Velma. Why don't, why don't we go back to my place and uh, I'll make us coffee for free? I would be honored. The two make their way back to the apartment in downtown New York. As they walk, they notice people acting strange, coughing and wheezing, like they were choking on their own air. Others seemed in a panicked rush to get where they were going, but that was normal for the city, I guess. Who fuck knows? I swear people have no respect anymore! Cover your mouth, you animals! They arrive at the apartment, and Seinfeld begins to make a pot of coffee, asking Velma how strong she prefers it. Hoink. The two sit and drink coffee, discussing the trades of work. So it's always just some guy in a mask, never a real thing? Well, sometimes it's real. Shaggy, I'm pretty sure, fucked an alien one time. Uh, but we really haven't questioned it much after that. Uh, then this other time, there was a witch that was kind of killed. Uh, kind of killed a guy, and I really liked him. Would have boned him down in a heartbeat, Jerry. Huh. Maybe she was having an afterlife craving. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, it's almost been men. Funny, it's mostly uh, been men in a mask, though. Uh, seems predictable with uh, every job you take, no? Sometimes, yeah, but it pays pretty good, and I'm not gonna bitch. <coughs> Suddenly, the door opens, and in walks George Costanza. Jerry, things are getting crazy! No common courtesy in this city! I swear to- Oh, hello there. George, this is Velma of Mystery Incorporated. Hi there. Pardon my tone, Velma, just- This guy was on the subway. I was sitting, minding my business- and this guy walks over to me and just trying to bite me. Like, what am I? A damn turkey sandwich? I don't know what drugs he was on, but his eyes were glowing. Glowing, Jerry! Glowing! There was something very weird going on. Glowing? Yeah, like bright yellowish? It was weird, and I'm not a big fan of yellow, you know, so I don't like that. George, relax! We got coffee, we'll figure this out. Come on, come on, sit down, George, sit down. The door busts open and in walks Elaine holding a bloody knife. I, I, I just killed a mailman. He tried to bite me and wouldn't stop it. I thought it was going to be the first time he was being so aggressive in his pursuits of me. And I, I felt flattered. And then he, he gripped me really hard. And I thought, I can't get into this right now. And then his eyes started glowing. And it was really fucking weird. The knife appeared and I just stabbed him. Jinkies, what's going on here? The group drinks their coffee and uh, calms down to discuss what is happening. Jerry turns on the TV to find static. Damn it, Kramer! He must have messed with my TV again. You know, I told him again and again, we don't get the soccer games from Europe. His gambling is going to be the end of him, I swear. Um, now, maybe you should just lock your door. Not let Kramer in whenever? Uh, How rude. But you know what? This is the last straw in an emergency situation, and I can't even get the news and what the hell is going on. Damn it, Kramer! As he shouts, a loud thump is heard at the door. The handle jiggles and turns. In walks Kramer, but it's not his usual, not in his usual explosive way. 
Doorman, I'm furious! Um, Mr. Kramer? Sir? Kramer shuffles, shuffles forward with no more words, just mumbles. Kramer, you low sack of... Before George can finish, Kramer throws him backwards into the cupboards. What the f- Kramer twists her head around, killing her instantly. Velma, thinking quickly on her feet, takes a chair and slams it over Kramer's head. His glowing eyes slowly turn to Velma. Kramer, what is your problem? Kramer continues his pace towards Jerry. He's not himself. Something's going on wrong. I, I'm hurt over here. I'm, I'm Jerry. I'm I'm really hurt. <laughs> Kramer, what's wrong? Without thinking, Jerry grabs Kramer and forces him out the nearby window. He falls. Jerry sees the city in chaos. I take one vacation, and this happens. Seriously? I I can use still, I can really use some help over here still. Shut wait. up, George! There's things happening. I just killed my neighbor. Velma helps George to his feet. They all look out the window oh. and see cars crashing, people oh. running and screaming. It was doomsday. What is wrong with you? You're animals! We oh, need animals! to lock the door now! I'm still in a lot of pain over here! Velma closes and locks the door before helping George to the couch. The duo sit with their coffee and sigh. <sighs> if, any, <clears throat> if any movie I've ever seen is correct, we have two days at most before everything is gone. What a vacation! I had a show tonight. And there's no TV! I, Kramer! J Jerry, I, I think I could need a doctor. Well, at least Elaine's okay. What? She's eating me, Jerry! Elaine is eating me! Jerry and Velma quickly begin throwing pillows at the closet, throwable weapons at Jerry's small apartment. I didn't consent! Quick to the bedroom! Velma, I can't, but not right now. No, you idiot! We have to get out of here before she turns us all! But George! He's gonna, Jerry's gonna get us! The duo run for the bedroom, slamming the door behind them. In the distance, George screams, Jerry, you bastard! You save it all! We need weapons, Jerry! I mean, I have a bat, but it's Damn fine. it, Jerry! That's not enough! Stop with the jokes! It's all I know! I'm not the lone survivor type. I'm the make-you-laugh kind of type. As the noises die down, they begin hearing a familiar bump at the door. Stand aside and let me show you what a hero is. Where's the cape? You ever ask yourself, why a cape? Like, you know, I get the suit hiding identities, but a cape? What is it? What is it good if for? If we're all that's left, Jerry, I'm killing you in the end. Velma prepares herself and busts the door open. <sighs> I beat her, Jerry. I, I, I really As did. George stumbles in, he notices he's holding a red gash on his neck and shoulder. Stay back, George. I feel fine, guys. Really. I think it's only like you could die. <coughs> George, buddy, I think you need to go lay down away from us. Jerry, I'm fine. Really. His eyes begin to glow a yellowish, and George seems to transform before their very eyes. His clothes begin to shed. His skin becomes gray and leathery. Who the hell does that, George? Really? What the fuck? And the duo brace themselves and chalk outline forms behind them in the shape of a shotgun. I didn't do that. 
Fuck it. Move over this. She reaches at the outline and the shotgun appears in her hand. I'm not going to question this anymore. Every time I wake up somewhere different and something bullshit happens in the scenario and motherfucker, I got a gun now. As Holy Velma fucking Ray. shit. Elaine Andrews crawling on the floor. My issue is just a bunch of Velma aims and fires taking off Elaine's twisted and mangled head. <laughs> Oh my god, I am gonna be... No, 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 Velma, Velma must die. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, what now? What, what, no, what, why, why, why? Go ahead. As Velma gets back to her feet, she sees George arch back and jump towards her like a rabid raccoon. Velma fires, knocking him down to the wall. What is this? I hate this. Reminds me of something. You know, uh, I think I saw it on TV. Uh, no, Jerry, something. this is reality. This is yeah. this is not time to dream. It was even a van sleeping Kills. in nowhere in the Midwest met up with you, an old friend. Why am I in New York? Velma, move over! As Velma snaps back to her surroundings, Seinfeld fires a pistol seven times into George's head. Where did you get a pistol? I don't know. It just appeared in my hands. Let's go. They make their way down the hall to the main street where they find the door is locked. A bell tolls and standing in the doorway of the stairs appears Zombie Walkin. So, I was just in the neighborhood. A little birdie told me you were trying to leave and I can't let you do that, Jerry. I can't be the only one left in the city, Jerry. Who's writing this bullshit? Seriously, it is just some broken nerd with nothing better to do on his afternoon on a Saturday and Sunday on a weekend. He has no friends. I swear to God, this is the worst C-movie plot in the fucking history of the world. I don't know, Velma. All I know is I have to kill. Walken lunges forward with a bladed cowbell attack. What a lame gag. God damn it. You can't, you can't talk, Jerry. You drive a car. You, you get a comedian, you drive around, you go buy the coffee. You can just take him home. Stop being no flashy. You're an average comedian on the over-high-paid <laughs> salary. Fuck you, walking! All you people, all you, all you, you just, you're only known for talking fucking weird. Like you constantly have an urge to sneeze for some fucking reason. I just, you both are notable in your vocals, and no one gives a shit. Fuck this joke! Velma blasts walking in the head and walks out the now unlocked door. Who's average now? <laughs> they make their way to a nearby bus with a strange armless driver bot. Welcome. Sit tight and keep all arms and legs in the domicile at all times. I hate this. The bus takes them to the bridge, where they see another blockade of some kind. Thank you, and have a wonderful have a wonderful day. Come on, let's kill whatever lame joke comes up next. <laughs> this is a dream. I really gotta stop reading nonfiction before bed. As they walk up to the bridge, another bell Bing. tolls, and out walks a fucking robot or something. Hey, Velma. How's the testing going? T testing. Program launch power. 
Velma looks around and begins to see the rough edges of pixels in the distance. Is this a game? Well, kind of. I've been able to access your dreams and through some, you know, nyamadaka. Um, and now I can, you know, we can make new memories. What is this? Your dream architect by myself for profits. People love horror movie or a game in this case that uses what they like with something from pop culture. Like being able to make Leatherface fight Scorpion in Mortal Kombat, or be Rambo in Call of Duty. You know, where you, you know you get to shoot people online. Is here, is now, and it's real. I'm gonna kill you now. Good. We need more damage data to work out a few kinks. Velma aims and fires, but no matter how many times she blows this damn robot's green brains out, he keeps coming right back like she's stuck in an internal time loop. Well, you either die. Or I'm just going to keep killing you already. Or I'm just going to kill me already. Right. You haven't taken any damage yet. should test that out as well. The, the real boss will be a... Well, what's the way of putting this? A big fucking ass silverback motherfucking gorilla. Something from the lore people would want. Anthony vanishes as a gorilla appears. Please end this. The gorilla swings his fist down and Velma opens her eyes. But... She's standing in Jerry's apartment. Kramer has just come in through the door in a huff about the news. You broke my TV, Kramer! So I don't have the news right now. In fact, I don't know anything! No, 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 stares off into the distance and catches the TV. It was the same purple TV she had seen before. <laughs> she had seen it at the house. She stands to her feet and sprints for the small purple TV. As she reaches it, Anthony appears once more. No, no, Velma. We need you for at least one more special before we cancel all this down. What are you talking about? We have one more special for you, at least. Then you can go back to being a pop culture figure forever in the Hollywood lexicon. What the fuck does that mean? Shh. <laughs> it's time for this game to end and us to move along. But that doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to. But why? Anthony guides Vilma back to Jerry's apartment and sits her down in front of his TV. Yeah, so that was uh, Seinfeld and Velma and Call of Duty Zombies. It was dumb. It made absolutely no sense. Uh, but it's episode 115, uh, which, again, a current calling back to our opening. Uh, it's a zombie thing. What is this? She turns to look for Anthony, but he's gone. Only Seinfeld and company are left. That's the episode, yeah. If you want to support us, you can... What you know, the fuck? Go... I don't want to miss this. Shut up. Why do you even send them if anything anyway? What? I just want to say the show has reached a new low for entertainment. Uh, gentlemen, we have done this over 200 hours at this point, and now this is what 
we give our fans. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. This is Michael talking. Your third co-host brought on as a special guest a few times. I apologize for the way that my co-host's sheer lack of comedy timing or anything, creativity all the way around. And we will be back Thursday with a, it says much better episode on the script, but I don't really think that's true. Well, uh, you can you uh, try controlling everything, see how it writes up, uh, and you come up with the bullshit. Gentlemen, please yeah, stop. Shut up the fuck up. See, I have. No, 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 no. There's, I, no, there's no, 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 no. The thing no, is, no, no, you guys, come you on. We are, no. We are not. Have this was horseshit. Why am I always the woman? The fans decide what we do. fans didn't write this in. The fans gave us the poll for Seinfeld. I can't control what I didn't see Seinfeld. I didn't vote. I've never, I've seen the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. I saw the man Everything else is, Anthony, you have a Seinfeld. Cultural as most. Yeah, this is a Christopher Walken, man. Hey, I'm I don't know what here. you don't know what you're doing. Okay, I'm gonna fucking punch yeah, 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 you in the face. Oh, so be a scroll back so goddamn I wanna be like you. What's the deal with this podcast? Fuck you, Jerry. All right, that was amazing. I oh uh, god. So uh, with editing, uh, that whole argument will be in the background, faded out. <laughs> uh-huh. So we. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, yeah, I came up with that in two days. It's shit. It makes absolutely no goddamn sense. It was a fuck you to making the Call of Duty episode the biggest fucking episode Also, we have. and much to, like, the show Seinfeld and World, we cut out Kramer. We did cut out Kramer. <laughs> no, we completely bypassed his two lines. Which is funnier. Uh-huh. That's why they were so like awkward. And why, when I started doing the uh, vo- the the voiceover, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Jared is pointing out the thing, and I'm like, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, no, uh, that's fine. I didn't really know how to feel about putting lines in there. That's why I didn't really give them any. Uh, but no, so that that that's episode one one five. All right, well, that was a very short episode. What's the deal uh, with this odd cast? Uh, that was something a little special. That, uh, and again, that went up for the Twitter poll for all of you. Uh, you guys told us uh, out of Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Aquaman, or Seinfeld, who you wanted me to write into an episode like this. And uh, Seinfeld won, and this is what I came up with. Uh, because I want to do something special for 115, the whole zombies thing being our biggest episode. I was like, fuck it. Uh, so yeah, fuck all of you that made that our biggest played episode. It's it, the worst piece of shit. It's grand, it's great, and I love it. The fact that you hate um, it. And I hope that this lives up to the standard of how shitty that one was. Uh, I had to repeat it to myself just so I remembered. All right, here we go. Ready? Kind of retarded. Buddha bomb. What makes a hero? Is a hero brave? Are they strong? Is it the fact that they don't ask questions and follow order to the letter? Or is a hero someone that defies all orders and goes against logic, making the ultimate sacrifice in a time of uncertainty and conflict? Someone understands that issues are not right and wrong, and sees both sides could have valid points? Unless you're a Trump supporter, or a child molester, or or the South will rise again person, 
you, you know what? I seem to have lost my my train of thought. I think you were talking about heroes. Right, heroes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I think I might have actually said something there uh, was to say. I think I might have actually said everything that there was to say. Uh, let me check. Courage, bravery, understanding, sacrifice, and no diddling kids. Yes, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, there. Aha, okay. Unfortunately, this story is about is not about those heroes. No, they were a little out of our price range here at Toon Command Starfleet Central, apparently. Uh, but anyway, welcome new recruits. It was an honor to meet you, and I look forward to serving with you. Wait, no, I don't have to actually serve with them now. No, we're just paying you to say this. Uh, Mr. Allen, can you please uh, just wrap it up a little bit? That's right, future heroes. I look forward to serving side by side with you. And while you may not be anyone's first choice, there's always room for you here, on the Beast God. God, I don't want to do this anymore. God, can someone give me my little white baggie of powder? Uh, Advil? I need my Advil, please, and everyone... <coughs> Welcome! Before we begin, does anyone have any questions? Uh, so... I'm very confused on why I'm here. Uh, I just captured the last Metroid in the universe. Was at peace. And did I miss something? Yeah, you uh, you missed the whole invasion of aliens. Uh, you know, that seems to attack me every time uh, my adult swim block gets canceled, uh, or I need to be rebooted. <clears throat> the last Metroid was canceled, and uh, the universe was at peace. Uh, fuck you, Samus. You think that was the the only issue in the entire universe uh, was the Metroids? Yeah, you bitch. Okay, everyone, that's enough. You are all here because at some points in your career, it was determined that you were no longer needed in your current assignment or your skills would be best served as some sort of backup or B-Squad. Okay, but if I'm here, where's Mako? Like, who else is she drifting with? Uh, Miss Mori has found drift compatibility with, yes, I. Ah, oh, it appears that Miss, uh, Mrs. Mario has found better drift compatibility with her husband, Mr. Mario. She married Mario? No. No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. You have another line. Line. I know I was being dramatic for possible. Okay. You mean she married Luigi? No, Beckett. She married Tony Mario. No relation to Mario Mario or Luigi Mario. Now, can we please move on, or would you all rather sit here like it's some sort of therapy session? After a few moments, the general understanding of the group, um, Buzz Lightyear starts arranging folding chairs into a circle for the group therapy session. <sighs> Welcome to Hannah. That is heroes that are not heroes anymore. Yeah, that's right. Anymore? Yeah, I needed a, an H to make it work. H-A-N-A-H. Doesn't work without the H. You can either complain about this or we can start the group therapy session. The group agrees that while the name is stupid, or really clever in my opinion, they would rather talk about why they are really here. Who would like to start? Ah, yes, Mr. Sully. Please state your name and why you believe you should not be here. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure why I'm here. Um, the project I was involved in uh, was, uh, you know, bigger than the uh, Titan. 
Do you know how many things are bigger than the Titanic? I was on a planetary ring system that would make the Titanic look like a rowboat. Uh, fine, but why are you here? Bureaucratic bullshit. <laughs> Lies! Mr. Lightyear, please tell everyone why Mr. 117 is here. Yes, it appears that Mr. 117 failed his vision calibration test after being reconstituted, and then he went on to kill most of his teammates, saying they would just steal his ammo, or sorry, steal my ammo, and get in the way. Uh, can't blow my cover without heads. End quote. I think that's taken a little out of context. It says... Uh, it then says that you decided that it would be a good idea to take on the Covenant alone on High Charity and then kill one of their prophets. They were the bad guys. Plus, there is a bunch of stuff in the middle that you missed. I drove some cool vehicles, used a lot of rocket launchers, real hero shit. Yeah, he's pretty much how it happened, and if you don't believe me, I have all the mission files. Thanks, Cortana. <clears throat> Shut up. Your sorry excuse for an AI wannabe. You're nothing more than 420-bit version of the Sarah and Sarah. Was here long before you were even thought of by a mad scientist. Yeah, suck it! At some point in time, Buzz feels the tension in the air as Cortana, or Cortana and Sarah start WWE-style wrestling in some sort of virtual reality space. It's pretty cool, but there's no real payoff considering that they're just AIs with no real bodies of their own. Ladies, enough! I don't want to have to call the tool man down here to fix whatever it is you break. There is no telling what he would do to your programming once he is done with you. You might want to think of yourselves as elves needing to go to work for Santa in his workshop, or that you are native South American brought to New York and let loose to explore. They settle down after those threats. All right, John. It says here in your file that you also uh, were adrift in space in your third mission where you apparently made peace between the species um, and there was no further war between the humans in the Covenant. Yes, that is correct, sir. I made the ultimate sacrifice, and so I should be deemed a hero. Okay, one, you're still alive, so what sacrifice? Also... It says here that the Covenant attacked your ship. I thought the war was over? Huh. It was. They may have just not gotten the news. Or maybe you didn't really end the war and just pissed everyone off when it came out that you and Mr. Arbiter Arby made a deal with the hive mind to save them and the Halo Rings. Or at least not activate them. You, you know, what do you know? All you did was hunt down a parasite that was going to be used for study. And to determine... I redact my question, and I apologize. Speaking of dact, what can you tell us about your tuffle with the didact? Records show that you did, in fact, win the battle with him? Yep, that's yep, that's correct. Mm-hmm. I did that. <clears throat> yeah, but only after he got a weird mutation thing from some chick calling herself uh, the librarian or something, right? Like you have the room to talk about mutation, when you were literally put into an alien body in hope of getting closer to the natives. We've all seen Fern Goldie. We've all seen Pocahontas. You wanna watch fucking, fucking Watch with Wolves or whatever they call asshole? We get it. 
Well, you know what? Uh, it's no different than the drift in my mind. Uh, you know, just just melding with another mind and stuff. Uh, you know. And How also, it's dare you compare the shit. drift with whatever fucked up technology you and those cracked up security weaving looking scientists were up to? I'm proud of this line. How dare you disrespect Dr. Grace Augenstein like that? She's not only an expert in alien technology, she was the only person to survive the first alien attack on an earthly ship. She then went on to study the paranormal, started a camp for wayward boys teaching them life and skills in the desert, also starred in a dramatic retelling of the quest in the galaxy besides the great Tim Allen and narrated a famous children's book. I like that last part about the great Tim Allen for some reason. Gentlemen, though, we're talking about John. Also, John, I apologize. Sam has said hive mind. I see now that it is the grave mind you struck a deal with, not the hive mind. So I also uh, deduct what's happening. So after the didact, what happened? You know, he's not the only one who goes around doing solo missions. I go out, out every day and fight space pirates. Wait. Yeah, with alien tech armor suits. Not all the time. Half the time I lose them and I get scattered across the entire planet. Then I have to find them again with the more fancy gadgets. Are, are, are you even hearing yourself, Samus? How do you lose a power suit and fancy gadgets by landing on a planet? Well, you know, bird brain. But uh, sometimes I start off with nothing and then have to find them. You, you don't find that a, a little odd? You know, the... Just every planet you go to, for some reason, has power-ups that work for you and, and, and uh, you alone? Or? I, 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 you know, I, I've never questioned that before. I, I have a lot to think about right now. I, yeah, that, that I, I, make I, you think? I think I gotta yeah. go to bed. We're, we're not finished yet, Miss, Miss Samus. You can't just leave. Oh, fuck, hell, never mind. No alien tech in a Jaeger. Nope, uh, only radiation and cancer. Can we please talk about someone else? Can we talk about someone else? Can, can we? Anyone? Anyone? That would be a negative. It's episode 117. And uh, so we kind of want to continue the focus on our uh, career, Johnny Baby. And, and if we uh, could somehow work in zombies and Transformers, that would be cool too. Says Anthony. No. No? No. Fine. Okay, John, it says after you defeated the dieback, you did nothing for a long time. It says that you were supposed to have new new missions a while ago, but they keep getting delayed. That seems to be the prevailing theory. I was sent to a training to demo my skills a while back, but everyone picked it apart trying to determine what my best course of action was going to be. Uh, I haven't heard anything since. Well, I'm sorry that... Uh, things are not working out for you, but I'm sure uh, that you are more than capable of handling another mission without support of a team or armor upgrades. That's why I chose him. Well, that and luck. Thanks, Cortana. Bitch! <coughs> Shut up, Tom! You ain't bit sorry excuse for a hosting robot! Thanks to me, there's an entire generation of children that fell in love with anime. Yeah, but only the dubbed versions. <laughs> you gatekeeping pile of ones and stuff. Are you guys done arguing? 
Can we move on? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. All right, John. So now, do you see why you're here on the B squad? No. But then again, I feel this is all for some bit that a less than well podcast would keep doing in order to gain a following. We have a turd in the punch bowl. Turd in the punch bowl. <coughs> active delay. <coughs> delay is active. <coughs> Ready to push the BRB. Indicate. <coughs> Virus sent to code. <coughs> Uh, John, I am so sorry, but it appears that there was a bug that was discovered in your mission code, and your mission's being delayed another few years to ensure that all programming is up to snuff and cannot be manipulated once deployed. This is absolute crap. How can you just delay my mission? I don't. The higher-ups do. It's out of my commands. We have to give praise to the all-omnipotent god creatures. I have no control over them. Yeah, I'm starting to think that uh, my missions are being delayed whenever I ask a question. Uh, I mean, mine have been pushed back for years now, and when I ask, it's because they want to make sure all my missions are ready before I start, and then, you know, I get there, and then they're like, I could have gone on another mission, and then they're like, we can't do that. And then, and then you know I'm finish you know while I'm finishing those you know but then it's always like I told to have to stay on base you know I think it's bullshit. What well, you just sound like a bunch of conspiracy nutjobs. I mean honestly, does that even sound plausible to anyone? Actually, now that you mention it. But shut up, Riley. You were deemed unfit for your second mission. We had to get someone to replace you. Children, Buzz. <laughs> children. Yeah, and they did a much better job than you did. I don't have to sit here and take this. I'm an adult. Then go, but if you leave this part of the training, you'll never get another mission. Who cares? I was never good enough looking to be the lead man anyway. It's always going to go to the big bad of mutated genes and genetically altered genetics and a Spartan gear who even no one has ever seen his face. Well, this has been fun. Oh, it's gone better than my last group, believe it or not. What? What happened to the last group? To be honest, I'm not sure. It was a real mixed bag of Jeff Goldblums and Scooby-Doo's. You know, that old chestnut. I don't think that's a real saying. Yeah, I mean, could uh, you elaborate? I'd rather not. Guys, trust me. If we get them going, it's going to take 115 days, give or take... Uh, to get through all the boring stuff and another day talking about the superhero sex stuff. Yeah. Alright, I think that's enough for today. Let's all just regroup tomorrow and see what kind of training we can get done. To infinity and beyond! Can someone just call the tool man down here to clean up the chairs and the mess? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a well-written story. <laughs> what a well-written story! I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I did I... enjoy that. Just a fucking therapy group session for a bunch of wayward B-heroes that have projects in the works, but don't actually have anything going for them right now. <laughs> Sam is. I mean, the only one who isn't really active right now is Tom, but he's got like a two-hour block on yeah, Toonami. That's it. Give him about five more years. He'll be yeah. back, give or take. So, I just... <laughs> I want to thank Sven. I asked Sven to be John 117 on the way over here. So yeah, he got the good, deep, gravelly voice. Did it was I, so good. I tried. Thank <laughs> it you was for the so good. I had to try to remember Tom. That yeah. was so fucking yeah. long. Yeah. There, there was that click where I'm like, yep, that's yeah. Tom's voice. That's Tom's yeah. voice. Yep. And I like how both characters I got left. 
Yes, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice that when I said that. But uh, for those of you who aren't really into like the nerd shit, I guess, but what you listen to this podcast? What are you listening to? Riley was Riley Beckett, who was the Jaeger (coughs) pilot in Pacific Rim before he was replaced by the black dude and the children. John John Boyega. Yep. Thank you. I could not think of his name. Uh, I was gonna call him Finn, but I didn't. uh, What was it? Jake Jake Sully is from Avatar. Avatar, which has which on his IMDb page shows. One, two, three, four, and five. Now, yeah, you know, Avatar Two different. was coming out in 2014. Yes, that's yeah. why I kept. That's why I kept saying that. Uh, you had Samus, who was but James Cameron had to do what James Cameron does because James Cameron does what James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Uh, Samus yeah. obviously has Metroid Dread on the way coming yeah. up, and as well then as Prime Four. Yeah, when that ever happens, if it ever happens, and then and then Tom or Tom from Toonami, and then of course Sven Magnuson as the great John One One Seven. Who has been put through the ringer by Bungie and six three or uh, three, three six four, three? Yeah, thank you. Three six three. Yeah, three four three and three four three. Three four three. Three four yeah. three. Anthony got confused. It is. Uh, I was yeah. very confused. Oh. So, yeah. So yeah, that do, was. Do you like the shot at Sigourney Weaver right there? I said that Sigourney Weaver. Side. I know. I didn't know that it was coming right next. The next fucking line was I all I accidentally set shit. up a beautiful thing. It was it. so good. I was like, did he read ahead and know this is coming? <laughs> oh, no. Nope, he fucking didn't. <laughs> oh my god. Started a, a camp in the desert for wayward children. Uh, uh, the, the book, she didn't narrate the book, but the tale of Despero, she is the narrator in that movie. Uh, so She's done a fucking lot, and I just had to pick the most yeah. nerdy shit I could. I don't know. That's good. Really, I mean, she's sure. done a lot of fucking things. So, yeah, she fucking is. Halo. Fucking Halo. Fucking Halo.